0: You're listening to episode number four hundred and fifteen of the Three Sixty Vegas Podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail dot com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas dot com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360 Vegas.
1: Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas.
2: Welcome to Vegas.
1: Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it?
2: I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front.
1: Good luck.
0: Trip
1: is just the most amazing stretch of the road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas.
2: So I wake up for some unknown reason at like 1.30 this morning, and I, I had a feeling I haven't had in years, which is just this overwhelming drive to it's like go, go right, right. Right, fucking write about you know the vintage stuff you want to do, and within one night I got three fucking vintage done. You
1: mean one morning?
2: Yeah, one morning <laughs> I, I finished uh, uh three vintage Vegas, um, scripts and uh and then decided to completely eliminate one because the entire thing that I was I was working on was this concept of Lost Vegas, L O S T Vegas and i felt like i was really just trying to shoehorn in one story to another and make some kind of a connection that wasn't necessarily there and i'm like they already have a connection they're vintage just they're vintage you right. wrote a vintage right. so now the only thing i got to do now is write the new intro for it, the new monologue but uh and
1: those will see the light of day in the but next it felt, three years say, like two
2: years yeah um but it, it <laughs> felt amazing it's been so long since i i might just be one of those weird people that have to live those kind of hours
1: yeah, you might be.
2: Yeah, you are. No, super, it's fantastic.
1: Super productive that early in the in the freaking morning. Yeah,
2: it's crazy. I don't know. There what
1: is, is something like to be
0: just, said about. Go ahead. I was just going to say, there's something to be said about being productive in those early morning hours. I am, I am not a big believer in it. I trust me, I've tried to be, but there's a uh, there's a philosophy of people out there who call themselves like the six a.m. club, mm. and they'll get up at six o'clock in the morning and they'll get their workout in. They'll meditate. They'll do some reading or writing or something of that sort, and they say the those are their best hours because that is when they are the sharpest and the most productive. Yeah. I on the other hand, happened to be more along the lines of like the 10 PM club where I'm, I find I'm more productive on the back end of the day, but good for you, Mark. That's 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 funny. funny. Do you chalk this up at all to just feeling better?
2: Yes. Yeah. Well, I I, I don't know why that happened, why I woke up because one one of the things that like I spring out of bed, like my eyes just open and I'm like, I want to go do this right now.
1: I will say this, Tony, I'm, I'm, I am more productive in the morning. I don't want to wake up. If I can drag my ass out of bed and get moving, I am more productive because by the like the middle of the afternoon, end of the day, my brain just shuts off and i just kind of turn. Well, and morning. that's,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's more of, I mean, I kept my brain going because when I stop, I, I, I fall asleep.
1: Right, but I also don't, I mean, I'm, I'm like Tony, I have a hard time like going to bed. Like if yeah. I could train myself to go to bed at a reasonable hour, um, I, I would probably be easier for me to get up in the mornings, but for some reason, like I just have this—I don't want to go to bed. I don't want to go to bed. I'm not yeah. doing anything productive. Awesome. I just don't want to go to bed. Yeah, but I like sleep, that's which is weird. I, 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 I do. And I'm solo.
2: Well, that's not that's true. So I, there's times where I like it, but like to me, it's 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 a means to an end. It's why I eat. Like I don't eat to, you know, enjoy food like you do. I eat because I have to. If I don't, I'm going to be exhausted later. I'm not going to be able to do what I want to do. Yeah, you're weird. You're
0: weird. I know, right? <laughs> God love you, Mark. I wish I could have, I would be the ideal weight if I could live that philosophy <laughs> Eat because I need it, not because I want it. Right. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, listen, before we get started, I do want to give a shout out to a homegrown, uh, distiller that I'm drinking right now. Uh, tonight I am drinking something called journeyman discover, uh, D- distillery, and it is a distillery that is probably at most 20 minutes uh, from my home, uh, Mm -hmm. my hometown, I should say my hometown where I grew up. I grew up in Niles, which if anybody wants to break out a uh, map of, of, Michigan, they're going to see I sit right on the border of uh, <laughs> South Bend, Indiana. To put it in perspective, yes, because people but,
2: other than you actually have paper maps still.
0: <laughs> oh, ouch, touche! I like my <laughs> Rand McNally. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> if that town ain't stuck in like the crease of the of the map, I won't know any what to do. Well, but, and uh, because this joking is aside.
1: because this is just an audio podcast and not a, a, a vlog, you can't do the typical Michigan thing of people ask where you're from and you hold up your hand and point to wherever yes so right
0: (laughs) so anyway i'm I'm enjoying some journeyman distillery and if you are in the midwest uh, i would highly encourage you to uh to pick up anything that journeyman uh, sells i think they have amazing stuff and i am obviously not getting paid for that endorsement that is just a i really dig their stuff and it doesn't hurt that they're a stone's throw from my hometown so that being said, I think we should start the show. He's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas.
2: A running gag on the 70s TV series Vegas was paging Mr. Cohen, Mr. Burt Cohen. It's heard over the Desert Inn intercom constantly throughout the series. Cohen ran the Desert Inn. The man himself finally shows up at the end of season two in Siege of the Desert Inn. We got that from at underscore Grandpa D.
1: I, I'm not familiar with this series.
2: Oh, it's 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 old. It's got some great uh, eye candy in it, though, for yeah. Vegas. There's one episode in season two where, uh, actually, I might be thinking of something else, where they fight on the uh, on the mint. They're literally on the mint sign, and they're fighting on it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was just like, I- I'm with you. It's like. I'm not gonna dig into this. I just think it's cool. <laughs> 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 Wait a minute, how they get up? Don't don't do it. Don't pull threads on this. <laughs> uh, next up is the twit pick of the week. It just screams Las Vegas and in an error fondly recalled by many. It's actually the sign that unintentionally showcased the evolution from Gangster City to corporate America. Here at understore Grandpa D. Nice work this week. Shares the massive Stardust Marquee with the original Electra Jag font. After Boyd came in and took over the place, they did what they do, tried to make the property more appealing to everybody, and then included changing the font to Helvetica, or something easily readable but lackluster in character. Every time you compare them is when you can really see it. It's easy to to find them.
1: Yeah, the difference in the fonts. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I think it's vastly... Inferior to the Electro Jag,
1: the current one. You mean no? The helicopter? They don't. No, reverse. the original. Yeah, the original. Isn't this the original?
2: Yes, that's the original.
1: You don't like the original font.
2: I do like the original font. What are you listening
1: to? <laughs> you. Who's on first? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I. Got-
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, apparently, awesome. I'm confused. Whatever.
0: <laughs> you, you, just you're just a scooch. He he was saying that he he very much liked the first one. Then they went, uh, Boyd's went and screwed it up by changing it to Helvetica.
1: Right, that's what I was saying. So you, that's what
0: I said. That's. <sighs> <laughs> uh, listen, this is this is beautiful. This is beautiful. I'm I, I, I know, I've said it once. I'll say it a thousand times. If ever there was anything that I kick myself for not appreciating back in 2006, it was how. Much Vegas will change. Yeah, yeah. and I, I had, it was still around my on my very first trip. It was not by my second, and um, that's that's bad on me. So, see, I I, I try to like
2: I'm trying to re recategorize my feelings for the Mirage and understand that what I love about this city is it's constant evolution. And, you know, we sure, we can continue to mourn properties like the Mirage when we lose them, or the Sands, or any of the number of of older properties that used to be there. But I think I, I treat it like I treat bands that I like. I'm like, I'm happy. Whatever makes you guys happy and stay together, that's what I want for you. You know, I just want you guys to be happy doing your thing.
0: Yeah. I, I concur. I just, uh, it would have been nice to have seen her. What, like uh, Frontier. We've talked about this on the podcast in yeah. nauseum. Podcast, uh, uh, Frontier was nothing to write home about, but it was sure cool to be able to walk through it and be like, damn, this place feels, oh, <laughs> like right. this is a place that time forgot.
2: That was Stardust. Stardust was sweet. I mean, it wasn't much, but it, it was, I, I still, I recall it. Like, thinking in my head like I wouldn't stay at the frontier but I would have stayed at the stardust
1: oh I totally would have stayed at the stardust yeah yeah
0: well as always we will link to the photo on our blog featured on all of our social media outlets such as Flickr Pinterest Facebook Instagram and Twitter let's get into the news well Doing God's work as they are known to do. (laughs) The ACLU sues the Fremont Street Experience.
2: The American Civil Liberties Union of Nevada is suing the city of Las Vegas for their weekend 21 and over restrictions. The ACLU says this violates free speech, specifically for the buskers because they are banned during these restricted hours. The Fremont Street Experience had to get a special permit to enforce such a rule that permit is good until november 28th this regulation was enacted back in july after an uptick in violent crimes police data confirms that violent crimes at the Fremont Street experience were trending higher in july alone they had 45 aggravated assaults reported in july of 2022 they had uh uh wait a minute no i messed that up so in they have 45 aggravated assaults were reported in July of 2022, compared to 27 in all of 2021.
1: Wow. But to be
2: fair, no, no, 2020 is when the pandemic. 2020 was when okay, the pandemic. Okay, so 2021, happened. things are getting back to normal.
1: Yeah, the whole year, everything should have been reopened the full year. Right. Which seems odd, but yes. I, I mean, there were just... still mask mandates and stuff like that. Yeah, we're right, but right, yeah,
2: right. Uh, FSE <laughs> challenges this saying that the pedestrian mall is not public space where free speech is protected; it's private property, which I completely agree.
1: Yeah, that- we talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the show when they were proposing this ban mm-hmm. um, about whether or not it is public space or private property.
2: It's totally public space. They, I mean, because it's a, it's a street, right? Are we not it's walking not. in a street that's no? Closed but off? it's
1: not. It's it's and and the fact that I go back to when the pandemic happened. The entire street was shut down. That the Fremont Street under the canopy was shut down. You could not get to it. So that's not a public space. If it was public space, you could walk any place like up and down the street. I think we're you saying just, the
2: same thing. I, I, well, no,
1: because you said you, you thought it was public space.
2: Oh, I must, then I must have misspoken, okay. meant that it's obvious that it's private.
1: Okay, we are having some serious. We communications are, we are. Today. There's a disconnect. This has been an issue, but no, I. It's been a
2: week. The, you think it's a short week, but it's not because they just not. crammed five days worth of shit into yes, did.
1: <laughs> yes, they did. Okay. Uh, and the other thing that I thought was really interesting is I was reading this article. One of the things that the ACLU is pointing to is that somewhere in the Fremont Streets application to get the special permit or something, somewhere in that they referred to the holiday of Festivus. <laughs> Which I'm like, wait, what? Like, you're referring to a made-up Seinfeld holiday yeah. as a reason, <laughs> part of your reasoning for getting this permit to go 21. And the, one of the things the ACLU says is there's nowhere that Festivus was ever mentioned in any Fremont Street advertising, materials, anything. So why they're referring to it, I, that's the weirdest part of this whole thing to me. Yeah. Tony, you must have a weigh-in on this. Uh, <coughs> I not anything that won't
0: make Mark lose Patreon subscribers. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay, then. So now
1: you have to tell me me off air.
0: Well, no, 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 no. Here's the deal. I, I, I have said it on the podcast when we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, I thought, it had been determined that Fremont Street Experience was a public space, and that was why they put those circles for the buskers right. to sign up for and then stand in. So, but, but you guys said I was I was
1: misunderstanding
0: yeah. that situation. So well,
1: it's almost if, it's if almost like Fremont is is trying to play it both ways, right? So if, if they're doing the whole circles whole for the buskers, thing, isn't it free? Like what? the application. You just oh, yeah, no, it's free. There's no charge for it. Yeah, so it's all but just it's a lottery still, system. Yeah, but it's regulated. Lo- I mean, there's right. still regulation. It doesn't cost you anything, but it's still regulated. Just, and it's regulated okay. by the city. It's not regulated by Fremont Street Experience because those circles go past the canopy. They go by, down by Neonopolis. They have them down there, too. Although, uh-huh. yeah, they do. They're, they always have people out there what? in front of Neonopolis outside of banger remember because it's oh, like oh
0: yeah i yeah i know of where you it's speak ridiculously hearing,
1: yeah. loud because it's usually a drummer or somebody with a boombox speaker set yeah. up something so no there's circles on that stretch i mean they stop once you get to las vegas boulevard because once you go to past las vegas boulevard you're in fremont east I'm, so they I'm don't have for
2: the lcu fighting for unpopular language i mean somebody's got to do it but i think this seems extreme All right, next up, the Wild
0: Wild West closes.
2: There's a pretty fair chance that most of you are not familiar with the tiny motel and casino located on West Tropicana before you get to before you get to Orleans, known as the Wild Wild West. Another point of reference is the Wild Wild West is where Jade from The Hangover lived. (laughs) Well, it's closed now. Station plans to demo and rebuild a new resort in its place those that would have lost their jobs um, with the closing were offered other positions in the station casino's portfolio. Have you ever been to either of you guys familiar with it? Wait, I know so I pointed it out to you if we, as we've driven past it. Isn't
1: this the one that has the truck parking and yeah. the Denny's yep. in it?
2: Yep, yep, Nice for nice recall.
1: Okay, I've no, no, I've never been in it. I, yeah. I guess I didn't realize it was a motel. Well, yeah, the rooms are out back. Okay, well, I never saw the back. I've only seen the frontage <laughs> front of it from the... Uh, from Tropicana. Um, no, I've never been in. Never no. really had it. it it's, it's
2: where I saw the tiniest craps table I've ever seen before we saw the tub at oh, okay. Tropicana. It was it was the smallest one I, I had seen. I was like, oh, it's cute. <laughs> I was like, shit, I could fit this in my house. It was like the size of a pool table. So
1: Stations is going to redevelop it? That's
2: what they're saying. Huh.
1: I mean, if it had, if it had truck parking, it's probably got a decent sized lot.
2: R- right, yeah. So... Yeah.
1: They, they probably have some space to do something with it's it. It's funny,
2: they, they spent all that money on Palms and then bail on it, and now they're going to build something basically perpendicular to Palms, but a street down. Right. <laughs>
0: yeah, well... Oh, boys. <laughs> I know. All right, uh, let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, the Daxiders. A Yacht Rock band is setting up a residency at Rio starting Thursday, September 8th. Show starts at 6 p.m. Tickets start at 40 bucks. I don't know if I would do that. Maybe, you know, I would I would take free tickets to that. Yes, it's it's really too bad that Vegas doesn't try to go back in and at least give an attempt to free lounge acts. Yeah. Have a nice little side
2: area. The last where you time know where remember you remember know that I, we were at yes. Venetian Plaza or something like that and they had they had live uh, performers.
1: Mm-hmm. I just I don't yes. know I don't know what a yacht rock band is.
2: It's like Toto, Africa, Ario uh, Speedwagon, chilling. I don't think Ario Speedwagon. What makes
1: it a yacht rock band? I, I, can't I think explain
2: it's
0: that. I think they're um I think that's kind of a hat tip to uh yacht rock channel on XM, Sirius XM.
1: <laughs> okay, but, but what is it?
0: <laughs> oh, Karen. I know.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm trying to answer the question without knowing it
2: up the and answer. Uh, look up Yacht Rock in uh, Apple Music and you'll you'll see all the songs. I don't and know shit.
1: that I really care enough. I just want to know well, what it is. is. <laughs> the, you're okay.
2: harassing us for it. Well, Here we go. Here we go. Tony, According to Wikipedia. When Tony
1: tries to explain it, <laughs> uh, you know, with using the same word, oh, it's an ode to the Yacht Rock channel. I'm like, okay. What is Yacht Rock? You haven't answered that at all.
0: (laughs) Just take the superficial answer. No. (laughs) So Yacht Rock um, is a broad music style and aesthetic commonly associated with soft rock, one of the most commercially successful genres uh, of the mid-70s to the mid-1980s, drawing on uh, sources such as smooth soul, smooth smooth jazz, R&B, and disco, Common stylistic traits include uh, traits include high quality production, clean voices, and a focus on light, catchy melodies. So,
1: okay does it does it list example bands? I think it's also like arena rock, is it?
2: I don't know. No, Maybe that's not. what I'm mixing it up with.
1: Yeah, what give give me a because arena rock does not have high quality sound. What are you talking
2: <laughs> about? No. What, what are you talking about? It, Those
1: guys have amazing voices. Tony, does it give examples?
0: Um yes, yes it does. Uh including artists like Rupert Holmes. Uh, not all yacht rock is soft either. Toto's hold the line and Kenny Loggins footloose See? are both very yacht rock but not soft rock.
1: Okay. I'm still so, confused. Yeah. All right. yeah. How about Ride did. Like the There's Wind? No you know that just one? Do 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 do
0: do 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 Now that <laughs> now that damn song <laughs> is gonna be stuck
1: stuck in my, head. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> Can we move on? Please carry Yes, take we're, we're moving one. on. We're moving on. Justin Bieber Someone is... Someone who is not Yacht Rock. <laughs> no, yes. he, is, he is definitely not. Justin Bieber is canceling slash postponing the remainder of his world tour, including his stop in Vegas due to continued health problems.
2: I feel bad for him. That young? Why? To go through something like that? Well, he's got a partial uh, face seizure oh really yeah like paralysis yeah he, yeah his face is sagging when you see him now. really yeah oh i didn't know that yeah
1: doing all those drugs as a kid will catch up with it
0: <laughs> right okay, okay, right Who can do that
1: uh, how about this
0: karen um how about uh songs by christopher cross to eric Carmen?
1: okay christopher come on cross, you gotta know. know christopher no cross christopher cross i know cross. You, i don't i don't know eric Carmen, but yeah, i know yeah. christopher cross
0: I know You Eric would if you pulled him up in, Air, in, in Apple Music, absolutely. I, I
1: will pull up um, later. I, will, I, I can't do it while we're on the show because yeah. I'll get yelled at, but I will pull I up. Yell, I, I, why
2: would you get yelled at after we getting yelled at to do something? If I told you to do something and you didn't <laughs> yes, do Yes, but if it. I
1: did it during the show and started, all of a sudden we we're going to hear like little <laughs> musical intros going, Oh, hey, there's a song. This one falls under that category. You'd be like, you're messing up the show, and it's gonna mess up my background song, my background
2: music. Is- I mean, she's she's got you. You know, I don't appreciate you airing my idiosyncrasies to the world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honey, we have a podcast. You've you can been dial. Doing that you can yourself. dial it back
2: just a smidge. I'd like to believe that there's a. I have a private life at some point. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> All right, Tom's Urban at New York, New York has rebranded itself to Tom's Watch Bar. No idea why.
1: More, more uh, TVs to attract the sports crowd.
2: Yeah, because ESPN didn't do it. All so right. let's let's call it Tom's Watch Bar. They'll get it. They'll know what we're talking about.
1: Exactly. They'll, they'll come running. Yep. I just hope that because uh, we've, we've got some friends that are like huge fans of their happy hour deals and all that kind of stuff. Alistair's a big fan. Yeah, as well. I was thinking that, but yes. Find I find him I all the
2: time posting up there. He's
1: always down at Tom's Urban, so I'm I'm hoping they don't get rid of that
2: it doesn't sound like it it just sounds so like the exact changed same the menu name. just change
1: the name like, and yeah. more TVs yep. okay
0: Vital Vegas is reporting that Wynn's new show will be named Awakening still no word what it will be about but the show is expected fall of 2022 so essentially like anytime now hmm.
2: very soon yeah I don't I don't know what I think about that
1: I mean, especially without any idea of what the show is, there's we're not like, oh, let's go see it. What is it? I don't know, but I want to well, go well, see it. It's kind
2: of interesting because, right, normally it's like you get something Cirque like, you know, or something not like Cirque at all. Right. And so you're just like, well, which one are we doing here? I mean, you guys.
1: I have a feeling with a title like Awakening, it's going to be very Cirque like. Yeah, definitely. Because what I got. that to me seems kind of abstract and, oh, look, we're awakening and expanding our horizons. Right. Vegas reports that Qi Asian Kitchen is coming to the Strat this October 2022. Qi in Chinese means eat. And I don't know if it's Qi or if it's Chai. I'm sure somebody will correct me if I'm <laughs> somebody saying Somebody, exactly. Someone we know and love. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do want to, if I could interject here for a second. Um, Alistair reached out to me after the last, uh, after last week's show with the whole uh, China Poblano, China Poblano thing. And what Mark failed, failed to mention, Tony, is that Alistair had actually sent him a video clip of Jose Andreas pronouncing it because it's his restaurant, and he pronounces it China, uh, Poblano, not China. So um, uh-huh. no. That's, it, there, no. was, there was a little I'm bit not, more I'm to bad. it, and, and Alistair was just kind of like, okay, before, I'm not... Before I'm not. I didn't
2: care, and now I'm like, no, now I vehemently disagree <laughs> with you.
1: But, but poor Alistair feels like it, he's not intentionally trying to, like critique the way that I say <laughs> things it's he's trying to make jokes and he feels like they're not landing um, although I did tell him because he mentioned the uh, the joke that he said about not sure who suffered more if it was the French language or the person that got shot at the Mirage you know I'm sorry which, if I
2: can't if I, I can't read with your uh, your your humor well, no, 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 in it's, intact it,
1: it's fi- well that's the thing you t- mark you know your voice very well you you know what you want to say you know how you want to say it one of your strong skills may, might not be being able to put yourself in somebody else's event, which is part of the reason why I read the, you know, the, the trip reports and the listener feedback, because I tend to be a little, a little bit more able to sort of dive into other people's personalities. So, um, I just told Alistair, <laughs> like keep them, going. keep them coming. They're good. Cause Tony and I got, you, we got that joke right away about the, the French language or the shooter. So, um, just cut to the point. You, you don't. You don't like uh, my my
2: ability to read. Let's let I don't.
1: I don't Put it think, out there. No. Let's
2: try and shame me what?
1: for it. i I am not. That not at all. No, his points I mean, were hurt. He felt like. What he'd I'm be hearing an her, her
0: say is, "Are you even literate?"
1: No. Yes, come, come on. You. No. No. That's, no. We're, no. We're, no. No.
0: <laughs> it's like we're trying to wow, paper over Tony, it.
1: you're just making this even worse. <laughs> Sure am, because I live twelve hundred miles away.
2: Uh, <laughs> God damn it, we gotta. Fix I get to that throw the grenade you,
0: and then walk away. Can you
2: imagine he just gets to sit what back life would him. be like if oh, if, Lord. If, if Tony uh, like not even like the ultimate dream of like in the neighborhood, like next door or something like that, in the fucking city? Oh, yeah. where it could be in twenty minutes, 25 minutes we're, we're twenty five minutes. Twenty minutes anywhere,
1: out. we'd be together. The problem with that is one of us would be Ubering someplace because we never seem to be able to stay sober when when we're all together. Well, but that, then so. we all
2: just Uber together
1: right but i mean it's yeah. yeah no it would be fantastic yeah One yeah. it's it's a it's a dream it's a dream yes. that i will continue to carry a torch right for. oh i
2: look forward to like board game night oh that'd be amazing i
0: know right? we should buy what we should do is we should buy a duplex like on the ropers yeah. and then we'll <laughs> be able to just walk right Right uh, the store. that is a reference that hand to god i bet <laughs> you 80% of our audience will not even know people <laughs> no, sh- our age will not get that so, so
1: the funny thing is is I know the name the Ropers but yeah. I think it's because wasn't it Mr. Roper the landlord on Three's Company Ooh, yes that's
0: what we're talking yes. about okay
1: no but I didn't know he lived in a duplex
0: no so so they had a spinoff
1: that's what I thought they were,
0: yeah. the show was so, succ- so uh, uh, Three's Company was actually initially um, called Man of the House and it was a British Comedy that they brought over here to the U.S. and renamed it um, all the time. Three's Company. Over in England, because the show was so successful, they took the equivalent of Mr. and Mrs. Roper in the British show and spun it off into its own show. Yeah, program exactly. So they tried doing that as well here in in America. It only lasted one uh, one season. Mm-hmm. It had uh, Jeffrey Tambor in it as the next door neighbor. Oh, jeez. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so he was supposed to be the foil to, 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 to Mr. Roper. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, so they lived in a, they lived in a duplex in this in the spinoff show. and I just can see like us all living in this duplex together <laughs> where we just have like a community door <laughs> where we just walk through each other's house. And- <laughs>
1: <laughs> I still like I, I, hate, I hate to say it. this is good people are gonna think we're so weird. but, but staying in the suite, uh, at Luxor with you and your wife was amazing. It was so much fun. Because we each fun. had our own completely enclosed bedroom Yeah, you could, live, you could live your life
2: without interacting with the other. And you then, all, you have then to make the to effort. We have the
1: common living space where we kind of came out and sat down and watched TV and conversate. that was so much fun. I mean, that's that's what I, I mean, I guess it is kind of like a duplex, but the duplex doesn't have the, the common right, living right, spaces. Right. But we, I'm sure we could take that duplex and do a little, you know, HGTV remodeling on it to, no, to no, knock down okay. some walls and do some it's stuff awesome. like that. But, awesome. yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and lastly, at Wolverine Flyer is reporting that in lieu of Caesar's Celebration Dinner, Diamond and Seven Star members have the option to receive an Uber Eats gift card, $50 value for Diamond and 250 for Seven Stars.
1: Isn't that half of the value of what you normally get? Don't you normally get $100 and 500
0: I don't know. You do. But I think the value here is if you don't if you can't get to a Caesar's property, <clears throat> whether it be oh. Vegas or otherwise, you could always at least use use it without losing it, but you're only so going to get half the value. But on the other hand, you can then use, you know, at, at any place that Uber Eats will, you know, will pick up I, and deliver I, to you what's for. so the point so.
1: Of, of having the... Uh The the Caesars at Diamond or Seven Stars. I don't know. You know, it sounds like one of those things
2: that that somebody's like, "Oh yeah, we should do this." Like, why? That sounds boring. I'm not interested in that at all.
1: Well, no, but I mean, why why do you work to attain that status if you can't once during a calendar year get to one of the properties Mm -hmm. to use Mm -hmm. your dining credit?
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I I am hard pressed to believe that you couldn't find. I mean, I'll be I'll be the first to concede. um, Harris Joliet, I mean you guys know as well as I do. Harris Joliet doesn't have anything that would really ring my bell for a hundred for a hundred bucks. I mean you can eat at their steakhouse. It's 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 a good steakhouse, all things considered, but it's not I, I guess my point is I would save it for Vegas. And if you can't get out to Vegas or if it's one again, if you're gonna use it or lose it, oh shit, I forgot I had never used my hundred dollar credit, this is a way to do it. But if you live out in the sticks like I do, Uber Eats isn't gonna do you know, anything. isn't gonna mean a damn thing yeah. to me.
2: Oh my god, that's a part of my life now that I can't imagine how things operated before it and how people
0: don't live with it. Like,
1: do you have any idea what this yeah, is? Yeah, but like? the amount that we're spending on food now far outweighs anything mm. we spent on groceries before. Yeah. Well
0: easily. Course, yeah. And 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 frankly I I would be 800 pounds if I moved uh, to Vegas because every dangerous. time Karen was like, I want to go eat, eat here. Somebody's coming into town. We're going to eat here. I'm like, I'm on my way.
1: <laughs>
0: <there."> <laughs> it is. and Here's one more thing about why I think I would die of liver failure before the cholesterol would kill me. The ability to Uber from your home to the yes. restaurant, get bombed out of your mind yep. Yep. and then Uber back home. Yep. That's awesome. Jesus, that's that's
1: amazing. It is. That's
2: there's amazing. something really calming about like, like when I know who I'm going to go hang out with, like going, I'm just going to Uber down there because there's no way I'm going to be sober. Right.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Or even if you're, if you're out and you're having such a good time and you get way, you know, you drive there, but you get way more intoxicated than yeah, you wanted it, to. It like, wouldn't
2: be the first time right? we've left a car at a property right. and Ubered home. Yep. Yep. Absolutely.
0: All right. Well, listen, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Coming attractions brought to you by Vegas.com is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up, Kevin Hart is recording his performances at Resorts World Friday and Saturday, November 18th and 19th. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets uh, go on sale today, uh, September 9th.
2: Yes. I'm so glad this guy rebounded after getting fucking quasi canceled for a moment yeah, for some he, shit he said he get, a
1: decade he got, ago like, kicked off of hosting one of the major award shows or something for what yeah I he said? was gonna yeah, do like the
0: oscar right. or something that's crazy that's right? I mean, which is too bad i find him, i really think he's funny and i think he's, he's funny yeah he, he may not be the clean uh, i'm not trying to be old-fashioned to say he you know i really dig him because he's clean comedy but because i don't necessarily need clean comedy per se but he certainly is fun that he's somebody I could take my parents to. Yeah. To go here, you know, to, to go see and, and not be afraid or, or, or be like, ah, oh, damn, I'm going to have to explain that to my mom. after. <laughs> <laughs> see, mom, two in the pink and one. Oh, never mind, Jesus. mom, don't worry. It's, it's <laughs> a, bowling, like right. a bowling ball. Mom.
2: I'm Google it, mom.
1: <laughs> Moving on. Enrique Iglesias is performing at Resorts World Friday and Saturday, September 16th and 17th. Shows start at 9 p.m. and tickets start at $85
2: five finger death punch is performing at mandalay Bay saturday december 17th show starts at six thirty p.m tickets start at 29 dollars.
1: That, that band name still cracks me up. it's
2: a great name i don't i don't <laughs> think the band's that great uh they're I mean, all right they get, yeah they got a, a song or two out there but i love that name it's just a great name
0: <laughs> mike and Lori have told me that they that this uh five finger death punch is the uh, epitome of heavy metal
1: oh yeah oh yeah yeah definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah.
0: That's- <laughs>
1: Uh,
0: it's funny because I posted a meme about Five Finger Death Punch uh, yeah, on their that. Facebook page this week yeah. uh, next up Rodney Carrington is performing at the MGM Grand December uh, 8th through the 10th through the tenth, show starts at 9pm tickets start at 90 bucks don't forget you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists that we report on on our coming attractions on the blog let's check the river Like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. This week, we have a 360 FHE. Now, this is our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share that experience with you. So this week, you went out and explored Harvest at Bellagio, Tell us about your first-hand experience.
1: I did. i was so excited. So again, this was last week's show where we were reading the, this is
0: what rules
2: about living in Vegas is <laughs> yes. when you find shit out and you're like, Oh fuck, I got to go do that.
1: And I was reading that the Vol- Voltaggio brothers were doing a pop-up at harvest. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how did I not know this? So I think during the show, I'm, I'm actually texting uh, my, my dear friend, Christina at raising Las Vegas and saying, Hey, Tuesday nights are normally good for you for dinner. Can we... Are are you free this Tuesday? And uh, I booked a reservation for four people anyway for Tuesday night. Um, Christina was able to go. I I tried a couple other folks, but because it was so last minute, it was just her and I. And uh, we went and and ate the Voltaggios menu at (laughs) Heritage. Which... Was number one was so much fun so we, when I, we got there and we got seated the, if you've never been to Harvest they have two kitchens there's one in the back and then there's one in the middle and the one in the middle is completely glass so you can see it you can see it and you can watch the chefs you can do whatever so they sat us down and all of a sudden, this this is me turning into a chef fangirl. I was like, holy crap, that's Brian. And then I'm like, holy crap, that's Michael. They're actually here. They're actually cooking. <laughs> oh, Which wow. Which I didn't know if for sure if they would be. I, I was kind of thinking oh, if they're day. doing like a 10-day pop-up, they would be. Um, but yeah, so so Brian was cooking in the, the middle. It makes 10. me wonder
2: if they're not going to get a restaurant because a well, lot of times they do shit like this. So
1: apparently they've done a couple of pop-ups at uh, Harvest. Yeah. And so I'm really hoping that, yes, this is them kind of exploring and figuring out and whether they they apparently really like the kitchens and harvest. So I don't know if they're going to take it over and make it their own thing completely or, you know, we'll figure out another restaurant space or something. But I am very hopeful about that because the food that I had was amazing. So, you know, they sat us down and I'm, I'm fangirling out and and, you know, I gave Christina crap a couple weeks ago because we went to the Bedford which you know she is a gigantic Martha Stewart fan and you know she was kind of geeking out and fangirling over that and I was like I'm sorry I'm turning into you know such a geek and she's like look they're actually here she's like we went to Martha's and I was just geeking out over her pottery and you know her cooking utensils and stuff like this is you know the, the guys are actually here so to try to settle my nerves a little bit, I asked the waiter. I said, "Okay, you could dash my dash my hopes and dreams right now, but is there any chance that the brothers would come out, you know, to, to do a meet and greet or say hi or do a quick, quick picture or something?" And he said, "Yeah, I'm I'm sure they would. Michael more likely would. Um, so once you're done, you know, I'll I'll take you back and we'll meet them." And I'm like, "Okay." So then I could settle down and eat the meal, and it was, <laughs> you know, it was fantastic. Everything. Uh, There was one dish that we had that I would probably not eat and order again, which was the rigatoni. Because literally the rigatoni to me tasted like it was in like the best tomato soup you've ever had. So it wasn't like it was a tomato sauce. It literally reminded me of tomato soup that was just coating the pasta, which to me was a little off. But everything that they did was like Super creative and a and a little different. So it was, you know, there it was Italian, but like for example, um, one of the appetizers we got was a macaroni salad. So it was these, these little um, shell shaped pastas with two huge slabs of octopus on top, and the pasta sauce, like the sauce that was on the macaroni salad, was made from uni. So it it wasn't like any pasta salad I'd ever had, but it was absolutely fantastic. It was so good. And then um, one of the other dishes that I got, and I know Mark is already checking out because he's just. Hey, Tony checks out for fucking sports ball. (laughs) I know, but I can I can see your expression of boredom. (laughs) I can't see Tony. (laughs) Now I'm I'm
2: monitoring the levels real good. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, But the one of the other dishes we got was the uh, oh there were two other ones that were very unique and and. Really good. So we got the asabuco, which was not actually, so asabuco is a braised pork shank, right? So it just sort of melts off the bone. And part of what makes it so rich is the fact that there's bone marrow inside that kind of cooks into everything and just adds to the flavor. This was actually like a short rib on a seed risotto. So instead of it being rice, it was seeds that had been cooked down to this wonderful, beautiful texture. That, number one, was unusual, but then it was served with uh, a whole, you know, leg bone with bone marrow and diced mushrooms on top. So it had, all like, all the flavors of asabuco, but it wasn't your traditional asabuco, and it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, the other thing that was really unique was Christina got the bronzino, uh, which was fabulous, beautiful, crispy skin, delici- deliciously seasoned, But it was served with um, a banana polenta. So the polenta had little chunks of banana in it, which when you just ate that by itself was a very, it was kind of an unusual, like, because polenta is very savory, right? It's got the cheese in it. It's a little salty, but then you had this sweet with the polenta. But once you ate that, the polenta with the bronzino, holy crap, it was fantastic. So... The food was very fun. It was very inventive. I'm just so glad I had a chance to, to go. Um, and to kind of wrap up the story, because I know Mark's ready to go on. I did not get a chance to meet the brothers. Oh, that's um, what I was waiting for. <laughs> Wait to
0: like. So everybody that's listening to this podcast right now is listening through this damned review of the food being like, I don't care. Did you meet them? Did you meet them?
1: No. Oh. So, so we got we got done. Uh, And we're ready, you know, we're, we're checked out. And so we asked our waiter, I'm like, so can, can you check and see if the the brothers would, you know, step out for a minute? And I, I didn't like they're working, right? You can see them cooking. They're not just standing around doing and I don't want to bother them when they're in the middle of this. So, so our waiter goes and he's looking around and he's like, well, hold on, I don't see him. And he goes to check with a head waiter and the head waiter's looking around and and they apparently disappeared. They went on a break or something. They weren't in the restaurant. They couldn't find them. So uh, I was they were like, out "Damn it!" Shoots
0: heroin. Uh, no, damn, well, sad. maybe
1: the one. I mean, the other one isn't. But don't um, judge
2: people by their tattoos.
1: <laughs> no, no,
0: no, no. Apparently, that's quite the uh, <clears throat> that's quite the um, drug du jour in the in the restaurant industry. So. No, I I will be way more judgmental for better reasons than that. <laughs> but yeah,
1: so no, I I did not get to meet them, although I, I did get to watch Chef Brian working and cooking the whole time, which was was fascinating because he was kind of like putting assembling the plates and putting them together and finishing them out. So, and and he's I hate to say it, he's kind of my favorite of the two brothers anyway. So, okay. um, I had a you know the good eye, and I got to see Chef Michael popping around enough that. I'm like, yep, they're here, and I know they made this food, and that made me very happy. And it was absolutely delicious. So um, I'm very thankful that I got a chance to go. And I I kind of learned that as I hear about some of these pop-ups, which I need to figure out how Mark saw this and I didn't, um, I'm a fucking the man. I know, but you need to tell yes, me exactly. You need to tell me because of what I learned and about I on the assume show.
2: This from the chick all the time is like, going, "Oh, did you see this?" I'm like, "Yes, yes, Karen, I saw it." Or are you just trying to trying to find the one thing that I go? No, I haven't seen that. And you're like, "Ah, fucker."
1: Well, there's been, there's <laughs> been one or two of those that have happened, yes. But <laughs> no, when it comes well, to food, you need to make sure I know. If, right. When you hear about like a pop-up, sl- you did it the other day when there was the. Um, the two Michelin star chefs that team together, and we're doing a, a dinner at uh, um, Le Cirque.
2: I have no idea. Yeah, what you, you sent me. About. It's like, hey,
1: did you? You sent me the link to the article, and you're like, hey, did you see oh, this? Oh yeah. And I was like, no, I did not. That's what <laughs> you need to do. So, but this is why I love living Listen in Vegas. This.
2: Everybody's a fucking critic. Oh, this is I'm what you need critic. to do. I'm not a critic. I'm
1: asking you to help me out. <laughs> I'm your oh, wife. Brother. You should love me. Come on.
0: There's got to be a good search great. We also received a PayPal donation, which is exciting.
1: We did. We got
0: this from Charles Lynn. What did Charles have to say? So
1: Charles writes, Hoping for my second Royal Flush at Video Poker for my week-long trip starting on the 17th. Staying at Cosmo and looking forward to gambling, pool time, and relaxing in the spas in Cosmo and Wynn. Well, thank you, Charles.
2: Yes, absolutely, sir.
1: And you are 100% guaranteed to have a good time. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> so, oh, Tony, I have to tell you real yeah. quick. So yeah, we um, were, you know, uh, at Penny's uh, for Vegas. Was kind oh, enough right. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. I saw you tweet out about, about that. Tell me more. Yeah, so he was kind enough to invite us to his uh, his birthday gathering Mark Tember at Ellis Island. So we popped his over there. Greet.
2: He admitted he ripped the idea off from me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, so they, they had a bunch of listeners together for for his birthday. And uh, there was actually some crossover between folks that listen to his podcast and ours, or yeah, his it was pretty cool. his vlogs, but we we walked up to to um, oh
2: fuck, cinnamon girl.
1: No, what's his name? The guy from Michigan.
2: Uh, I don't know Travis. Introvert. I don't know.
1: No, no, no. He, it, I don't know what his Twitter handle. Is. I think it's Travis. His name is Travis. Okay. Um, so we walked up to him, and it was so funny because he says, "He's like, well, you're Mark, and she's Karen, and Tony is." 25 miles from my house or something like that the way he said it um <laughs> that's but, funny but yeah so he's he's from uh michigan and uh he said well my paypal donation is not paid off for gambling but i've had a wonderful time and we said see <laughs> yeah pays always. off 100 percent of the time yep. um and i really apologize if i forgot your name i'm gonna have to go back and look through my my tweets it's i feel so bad when that happens but we <laughs> actually last weekend met so many people.
2: Um, oh, it's continuing. Cause
1: we had, I, well, I know so, like September for us is insane. Yeah, it's going to be Cause awesome. Cause we met up with uh, our dear friends, Donnie and Marie on, Donnie and night. Marie.
0: Donnie and We're Marie? Big friends. <laughs> big awesome. friends of Donnie and Marie.
1: Donnie and Angel. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <That's awesome>.
0: Wow, <laughs> um, you guys are bigger fucking deals than you let on.
1: <laughs> yes, because Donnie and Marie won't talk to each other, but they'll sit down and talk exactly to the two of us, right?
0: We, I'm
2: tired of being the middleman, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so we, we had dinner with them on, well, I had dinner with them on Saturday at Haleo, and then uh, Sunday we met a f- fabulous listener. Uh, Her name's Jennifer and her husband, Dean. Uh, They live in Iowa. Giving them a shout out. Thank you so much for coming out to Cosmo and and meeting up with us. And then Monday night was the Mark Tember meetup um, with a bunch of new folks that we we hadn't met before. So Mm -hmm. uh, it it was a very busy weekend and it looks like this weekend is winding or is going to be the same. We've got... a different way. Yeah. We have another... a uh, new listener we haven't met. And then um, Spencer. Well, I went
2: and hung out with Matt. Like, one random night, I'm like, oh, I forgot hey, what Matt are you was doing? Here too. He's like, I'm just hanging out downtown. I'm like, you want to hang
1: out? Well, yeah, so the night that I went to the the dinner at Harvest, Mark went down to meet up with Matt, uh, who Tony is the mainer Matt that was we yeah. met at the Las Vegas vacation. Um, and I went to bed, and Mark still wasn't home. So he, they were having a real good time. And then uh, Spencer, who we met at the Las Vegas vacation, is yep. out here with his yep. wife, um, on Monday, we're scheduled to go hang out with them. And then I forget, like uh, the calendar, the next three weekends are just packed, which is awesome. It's super fun. I'm glad that, that folks are actually reaching out, you know, when they come into town.
2: Yeah, I mean, our calendar literally looks like fun. Like, oh,
1: so-and-so's coming to town, so-and-so's coming right. down, we're going to do this. And we can't, again, we'll, we'll say this as a disclaimer. Sometimes we just can't make it work, and yeah. we apologize for that, but, you know, well, please.
2: And I think it, it might, well, I don't know, man, maybe it's not a case of just being... I couldn't do it for so long, and now I'm feeling it. But yeah, um, well, the ones for the week are, are
1: hard for me because we've got a couple during the week this week, I think, and I'm, I'm finalizing taxes, so I have my fingers crossed that I can still make them all work. But uh, yeah, it's it's been it was a lot of fun last weekend, and it's going to be a very busy couple of weeks. So um, keep them coming, guys. We'll yeah, let you know if we can't.
2: So far, we are, we're having people who are having 100% of a great time when they meet us. <laughs> so that's, there's your There's your next in.
1: Keep those karma right. donations that's coming. That's right. Karma
2: donation and hang out with Mark and Karen, possibly.
0: Right. Not saying one will necessarily make the other happen, but it would have been hard to try. Right. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. I've got some rye that's uh, starting to kick in, kids. So let's let's bring this home with an email. Okay. We got an email. F- well,
1: I love how you say bring yeah. it home and I'm scrolling and scrolling and scrolling <laughs> going, okay, buckle up, Karen. It's time yeah, to start gonna, reading.
0: Exactly. Because <laughs> by the time we get to the end of this dissertation, uh- <laughs> You're someone's going to have to do the outro. I
1: keep no, we'll right. let you do it. That makes it more fun.
2: Exactly. That's right,
1: what so we're going we for. Email. Slow it
2: down, uh, Karen. I can't. I, I would love for... the idea of him to get quiet. <laughs> I until I he's trying end, to move and then this he's just
0: damn just Annihilated.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so got... for
0: Right. Mm. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while since I've been. A
2: since <laughs> you've been that messy. Through. That's sloppy.
0: Oh, I like no, it. Sloppy. Um, that's not nice. It's sloppy. not
2: untrue, though. Yeah, it's different for guys.
0: Exactly. doesn't doesn't hurt. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Sloppy means something. Never mind. Let's move <laughs> along. Email from Dr. Tony Frey, A.K. Hockey Stick 8 or Hockey Skate. Hockey Skate. Skate. That's it. Yep. Yep. Hockey Skate.
1: Got it. H-K-E-Y-S-K-8. All right. So Tony writes, this was our first trip to Vegas in six years. Plus, the last time we were there due to a few issues, we hadn't seen some of the new things that were there on that trip. So we had a lot to try to take in and see in just three and a half days. Obviously, we didn't get to everything we wanted to do. It was interesting to go in with some preconceived thoughts due to people's thoughts on social media. I'll add our thoughts on some of this as we go. We arrived in.
0: <laughs> I know, right? Like, what was your preconceived notion, Tony? i Not excited. Going,
1: he's going to get to that, yeah. Tony.
0: Uh, it's it's I, a story. No, he said a he'll, narrative he'll his here, Tony. his thoughts on some of them.
1: I'm sure his he'll do. Thoughts. I know, but I'm guessing. I haven't read through this. I'm guessing he'll going to be. Well, we heard this, but here's what we thought. That's yeah, my guess. Okay. We'll see. I could be completely wrong. All right. We arrived in LAS on Thursday at 9.30 p.m. Flew LAS, on- is that
2: Vegas or is that... No, LAX is California, right? Right. Yeah. LAS okay.
1: is Las Vegas. Sorry, you
2: should sure. really know that's your Mc- own
0: hometown. Shut uh, up. That's, uh, airport that's, airport. that's
1: McCarran. Not calling, no, it, not. Not it's, calling it's it, no, it...
0: No, exactly. it's not. Not calling it the other one. No, it does not. Exactly. Not calling it a Harry Reid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: never put that together. How wrong is that? How did I not? Okay. That was good. It was a bummer to get back to Vegas and not get to, and not get the airport excitement because when you land at terminal three, there is no real excitement. Side note, leading into this trip, I was going to take Uber as much as possible. I will elaborate on this as I go through the report. Okay. So our first night we stayed at Caesars. Uber was giving a uh, price a little over $26, and the cab fare was only a few dollars more. The cab is faster and more convenient, so that's what we did. It turns out I compared this on every cab ride the entire trip, and only once was the Uber going to be $5 more. Even at that, to me it was worth it just to hop in a cab instead of getting on the app and finding the pickup zone. Just wasn't worth it on any of the rides. (coughs) you know what
0: I'll, I will give him this because not all uh, rideshare pickups are are at the same place as the uh, as the as the taxi stands yeah that is that is paying for the convenience although in this instance it was cheaper but still that is all right fine point Tony on that one.
1: <laughs> and I think it's important to note that I do feel like the cabs in Vegas, have realized that that the rideshare companies have had them beat, mm-hmm. and so they're kind of figuring out, all right, if we need to keep this up, we've got to change our ways. and I do feel like they are driving to compete, plus with you know gas prices and everything else being what they are right now, it's probably not as profitable for people to be you know driving the rideshares, so I feel like they're getting a little bit harder to find or more expensive so Tony continues. We decided to use online check-in for Caesars, as we just wanted to get checked in since it was just one night. Shockingly, none of the kiosks to print our keys were working at Caesars. So fucking annoying. I love
2: the technology, but make it fucking work. Yep. Yep. Tony
1: continues, yes, I know you were shocked just hearing that. (laughs) Luckily, it only took a few minutes in line, but that wasn't the point. The room was nice, as always, at Caesars. We had a comp night and wanted to use the pool the next morning before moving to Palazzo. So... We dropped off our bags in the room and headed out for a few hours. Gambled some and then went over to In-N-Out across the street. Vegas is the only place we get that to eat, so we had to. I still don't get it, man. I've still never eaten there, so I don't...
2: So you got you to gotta at least try it. I was just unimpressed with what it was. I, but
1: the problem, there's one like literally right around the corner from our house. I what sort I of mean just try it. But the drive-through line is always oh, yeah, that's wrapped around the fucking I'm building. You. I'm not doing it. Same thing with Chick-fil-A.
2: It. I'll never wait that mm-hmm. long for fucking... It's the thing that drives me nuts about when we go to these fancy dinners. I'm like, just give me the fucking food. I know what I want.
1: Just go well, get it. A sit-down fancy dinner is an experience. If I'm going to fast food, it needs to be fast. Not sitting around. Okay. <laughs> After that, we headed back to Caesars and called it a night. The next day, we were able to get 1 p.m. checkout due to diamond status from the founder's card. No high rollers here. Nothing too exciting. We hit the pool and then got ready to move to Palazzo. I did grab a hamburger from Bobby's Burger for lunch. Is that any good? I am pretty easy to please when it comes to food and that big burger. And still, that burger was not good at all. Really? Oh. Wow. And he doesn't
2: elaborate. That would be the second uh, burger place that is yes. under, under Flay's name.
1: Yep. Yeah we headed to palazzo cab to uber price comparison ended up being within two dollars this was our first time staying at palazzo and we really enjoyed it funny story with our rooms the last time we were out there we played slots for about two hours at venetian on our last night it was the first time playing there in a few years and we played slots at a dollar two dollars per spin
2: see this is where i like i almost want to watch somebody just play slots because to me it's i can't wrap my head around it anymore but i would love to like hang out with somebody while they're playing these games
1: well that's what a lot of the vlogs do that's why they do the group polls okay stuff. yeah but i'm not making i think he means I, I
0: think i get your point though you're like let
1: me just hang out with you and see what
0: your what the allure is for you of these thoughts yeah, right is exactly. that you are like i don't want to watch
2: it but i'm like my own curiosity is like okay maybe once what are you doing but i'm not i'm not yeah. going to watch it online or anything like that like i'll see it live
1: okay I wanna get back to yeah. Tony's point because you kinda of jumped in the middle of, of what he well, was. Well I got here. excited. He's a I, vibrant I know he writer. That's fine. I just I wanna I wanna make sure that his point is, is taken. So he said it was the first time playing there in a few years and they played slots at a dollar to two dollars per spin. After that they got an offer for three free nights plus some free play and a little in food comps. That was in the summer of twenty sixteen. They have been mailing that exact same offer every month for six years. Holy shit. Yeah. I can't say I've ever heard of that before. So we finally had to use the offer, and that's what got us back out there. I mean, that's crazy that, you know, six years ago, you get this offer. You haven't taken advantage, and they just keep sending it to you.
2: Yeah, these systems that we, we have understood them to have all that information and power, and it seems like they just, either it's exaggerated or they, they no one knows what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Friday night, we used our diamond dinner credit at Vanderpump Paris. I know some like them, some don't. But as far as the food goes, we really enjoyed it. We shared the mini beef wellingtons, mac and cheese, and the potato bites. All were really good. We each got a drink. I had the... Oh, wow. How can I not say that? The Louvre at first sight, which is a drink they bring in a smoke-filled pyramid-shaped container. Oh, I said that weird.
0: Well, I was gonna say, which one of us has been drinking whiskey all night? Well, no,
1: there's a bullet point in here that made me think that pyramid shaped was the end, but no, you look sure, at it in sure. container, the next sentence keeps going. I, I blame whoever put the script together.
2: <laughs> yes, because copy and paste a dick. <laughs> I, uh, I lost my. I got copy I and got paste excited. a dick. I what? wanted to swear, but and <laughs> I got too excited about swearing, and I forgot I what my excited. point was. <laughs>
1: It looks something similar to the presentation of a smoked old-fashioned. It was very strong, but a good drink. My wife had the Please Her Caesar, which was also good. Like I, I don't like the whole premise of what Vanderpump is, mm-hmm. but I've heard really good things about, especially the food there, and I've heard the cocktails are good, so I would not be opposed to at least going to try that. I refuse to watch them on TV. Not I, just, them, I feel
2: like we've given people like the Kardashians and, and I gosh.
1: haven't given the, Car- the Kardashians but any but attention just, just things
2: that are like going okay they're attractive people but really I don't give a fuck what they have to say
1: well no but I so here's the weird thing about the Vanderpumps it's not like the Vanderpumps own the company that do these nightclubs the show is about all these crazy people that work for them I mean the owners yeah, make I an appearance know. from what I understand on a regular basis but it's not yeah I don't know it's a different spin on it but yes they're at least they at least they have a product right so if they're famous for owning these nightclubs and now this restaurant let me go see if the restaurant's any good if the restaurant's any good then congratulations but with the kardashians it's like you're famous for doing what being living existing yeah i'm I'm not Mm. supporting that all right sorry tony we got distracted
0: no, 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 no. I, I No, I meant the other she's I meant the other Oh, That's
1: funny. We did then, then did some gambling and called it a night. The next day we hit the pool before grabbing some lunch at Buddy V's at the Venetian Palazzo. Kristen Palazzo. Palazzo. <laughs> Palazzo. That's it. awesome. That sounded like a gas thing there. What uh, are you Bill currently imbibing on, Karen? <laughs> Doctor Pepper and Water. Oh my god, what the hell? <laughs> It's it's been a really long week, as Mark alluded to early (laughs) on. Christian had the fettuccine and I had the steak sandwich. Oh, I'm sorry. I know it's Kristen. I, I said that wrong because it's spelled I uniquely. Christian I said Christian and it's it's Christian uh,
0: you know what actually in fairness to you this one I can't give you shit for I'd like to but I can't give you shit for because I looked at it the same way I'm like well who's Christian
1: no this it's, is a it's,
0: new person you haven't introduced no it. it's it's his
1: wife Kristen it's how it's
0: yep, yeah and it. I know her oh, name is it. It.
1: Kristen and I remember us talking about how yep. you know uniquely are both of our names are spelled so um so Kristen had the fennuccine, and I had the steak sandwich. Both were really good. After that, we headed down to Fremont to check out Circa, and we're lucky to be able to meet Mark and Karen at Vegas Vicky's for a few drinks.
2: Oh, shit. That's the, right.
1: <laughs> the, these are two great people, and we thoroughly enjoyed meeting them. We were there for two hours, and it didn't seem that long at all. We both hope to do that again sometime. Thank you so much for meeting up. No, thank you and your amazing missus for coming out and joining yeah, us. Fun. And I'm sure she was like... Like most of the spouses are who don't listen to the podcast are like, wait, you want to go meet up with these people that you listen to? Yeah, that's been a common theme. But yes, we're nice people, so please do that. Our plan after that was to check out Fremont, but we decided to head back to the Strip and gamble some more there. Sunday was our final full day. We hit a few MGM properties, and I finally got to see Park MGM for the first time. Then we headed back to Palazzo to hit the pool for a few hours. The pool was very relaxing and not busy at all. Funny story. There were two couples talking for quite a while.
0: We're the judges of that. I know. <laughs> it's very <laughs> presumptuous of you.
1: They're talking for quite a while when we were there. You could tell they were really enjoying their drinks. My wife is watching the two guys and starts laughing and tells me, They just did a stepbrother's moment. I'm pretty sure one just said, Did we just become best friends? Is is that a stepbrother's thing? I don't know. One final night, we stuck to Venetian and Palazzo and gambled there. Or, excuse me, our final night, not one final night. No big wins, but also no big losses. Sounds
2: like a uh, Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons song.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Our final night.
0: Din, din, din. No big wins, but also no big losses. Din, din. <laughs> Kristen and I had some fun playing. Okay, you should really move on. To
1: this. <laughs> Kristen and I had some fun playing the new Little Shop of Horrors slot machine for a while. We ended up trying the Buddy V's cake. We went with the red velvet. It ended up having it uh, having a late night snack on two of the nights. I'm guessing that was from like the cake vending machine.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I'm torn on that because I'm mildly curious, but at the same time, I'm like, I, well, I also don't like Buddy V. I, I don't like anybody. I don't know.
1: Anybody that's famous on TV, you don't like?
2: No, if they do something that I don't care about, I just don't.
0: It's almost like I'm. So you don't
1: really care about expensively de- decorated cakes?
0: Exactly yes. the the baking aspect. Uh, my wife, my wife loves to cook and she loves to watch cooking. I mean, yep. she's I Karen, super yep. jealous of Karen you getting to do. go uh, eat at the Voltaggio brothers' Aww. place, right?
1: I would have gone with she her. Gives, if she was oh, I know out
0: here. if, you if she lived, lived here, she, right? You'd have walked in, across the duplex and been yep. like, "Hey, oh my come on, girl, um, we're heading out." But uh, but but baking, she gives literally zero shits yeah. about baking, uh, and and for her, it's because it's too. Um, it's too like, technical, too specific. Right, it's like chemistry. And, it is. Yeah, there's, exactly. You there's can't no fuck
1: creativity. Like yep. you have to follow the recipe; otherwise, you it's going to turn into yep. a disaster. Exactly. Yep.
0: We,
2: Sounds like I would like baking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It, it says a half a cup, Karen. Right. I put a half a cup in. <laughs>
1: and why didn't it work? The recipe said it was going to work. Why
0: didn't it work, Mark? Exactly. I don't know. Karen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: Oh, my God. I love you guys. I I don't know that that got coined with my wife and I in Memphis, but we're certainly taking credit for it, just so you know. (laughs) Taking credit for what? The I don't know, Margo. I can get away with saying it again. That
1: you can get away with saying. You just can't replace it with my name because that that won't go over well. Overall, Um, it was a really nice trip. Our only mistake was still trying to do too much for being there for three days. We really did enjoy looking at all the properties with the perspective of comparing them from our last time out there until now. A lot changes in six years. I will try to remember them and share a few points. First of all, El Dorado is really hurting their properties.
2: Yes, they are.
1: We used to love the Flamingo. It was old school Vegas, but it did have some great atmosphere. Not so much anymore. The slot layout is just really off and the front of the casino is almost uninviting. The Cromwell is just boring without all the tables up front like they used to be.
2: Oh, that's a good that's point. That's very yeah. true. Exactly. You should when you, people in like those will
1: yep, yep. When you walk right off the strip into a casino, you should feel the energy, and a bunch of people sitting at slots smacking buttons just doesn't do it. I know Bally's is making some changes, and I hope they make some good ones, because it all just seemed low energy. The last thing about El Dorado properties we went to, which were Caesars, Harrow's, Paris Bally's, and Flamingo's, is that they just don't have a good slot selection compared to other properties. Yeah, El Dorado's kind of fucking that all up. MGM in general, their properties seem to have more energy, better slot selection, and the staff definitely are happier, or friendlier and happier to be there. Hmm. Park MGM was a pleasant surprise. I'm glad I didn't see it when it first opened. We really enjoyed it. I did not like Monte Carlo at all. Huh. It was almost a sterile feel, and I remember saying, "This is literally a casino; you could get depressed playing in." <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I never would have thought to call like Monte Carlo when it was sterile. But once he says that, I'm like, "Yeah, Monte Carlo is." The, I could is, see that it, it was it w-
2: intended to be the Monte Carlo, yeah, high for end. Yeah, for the, no, for, no, no. no, not for the high end, for the mid tier.
1: No, but it, it wanted to have that that. The fancy feel that it was Monte supposed Carlo to be, had. Yeah,
2: you had the Monte Carlo feel at a reasonable price. Right.
1: But I never would have thought of it as sterile, but that's a very mm. interesting you know, definition of it.
2: You need people in tuxes. That's, why, that's what threw it off.
1: <laughs> Circa was really nice, but it almost seems like it doesn't fit on Fremont. I'm not saying that's good or bad. It's just the feeling that I had. I've never really paid attention to the, quote, entertainers on Fremont like I did this time. I told my wife I can see why so many people say it's not a place to bring kids. She said, but you also don't want to shelter them too much growing up.
2: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with going, son, those are beautiful titties. Those next to them, they are not.
1: <laughs> or, yes, that, that guy is hiding all of his junk in a banana yes, hammock. Yes, that's right.
2: Yes, in a, in a banana hammock. you were absolutely right, sir.
1: I see both sides, but there were just things that may have been too much for kids. <laughs> Overall, it was a great trip, and we were glad to be back. Hopefully, next year, we can finally make it to a 360 Vegas vacation. Yeah. Woohoo! Well, they Thank- didn't say they're
2: going to. They said <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> they right. said
1: hopefully. I'm going to celebrate it like it happened. All right. Thank all of you for helping us stay connected to Vegas for your podcast for many years. Tony and Kristen. It was awesome nice. to meet them. They were, they were so much fun.
2: We've had to, like, like our, our portfolio of friends, our Rolodex of friends just keeps getting bigger and it's awesome.
1: Yeah. I know. Now, the only problem is sometimes it's hard for me to keep them all straight. <laughs> with, once we have a chance to sit down and spend like a couple hours like one-on-one yeah. with a couple, like we did with Tony and Kristen, like there's no doubt in my mind, I know I can, I can recall them, I can picture them. Yeah. You know, it's, I, I feel like, I feel bad sometimes because like the folks that we've met at the Vegas vacation, I don't know if it's like too many people at one time, like I'll have a little hodgepodge in my head and not quite be able to pull out the exact right face to go with a name. Um, I know that sounds awful. It does
2: sound I, awful. I, I know,
1: but I feel bad about it. But
2: I, I remember people by their Twitter handles and at the same time, yeah. these people all know like, you know, there are, they are are n- numbers of people. Right.
1: Well, and it, it's funny because when you were meeting up with Matt um, and we were, we were talking about what he looked like, I gave a pretty good description of him from my memory. When I saw the picture, I oh, was I'm like, terrible yeah, that was a... him. And then I was also looking at the picture and I'd go, oh, and that's Shane and that's, you know, like everyone else that was in the picture. I'm like, yes, nice I remember work, them yeah. once I can see them. But yeah, sometimes it's just, unless you have a, a face.
2: See, I'm curious if we did another pub crawl at a Vegas vacation, if it would be as well attended. Or if they didn't just attend because they wanted to make sure Tony lost the bet.
1: <laughs> I think everybody that attended had a great time. I think we we should do it again because I even Tony admitted it was a lot. Of, Tony, you would go do it again, wouldn't you? You better say yes, yes motherfucker. Of okay. course. All right.
0: And I'd do it with a giant smile on my face.
1: <laughs>
0: no, I can't. I, I kid. Yeah, it was. Listen, it was a good time. It was fun. It was. It was something different. Uh, and if you don't like beer, if you're not a big beer uh, fan, which I'm not. Some of them had clearly, ciders and, it's ciders yeah, and cocktails
1: and yep. um, yeah, all kinds of other exactly. stuff. I drank a
0: Betty White cocktail. It was the grossest thing ever. <laughs> but it damn it. Very vanilla. You, you name something. Exactly. You name it again, after a golden girl. And damn, I'm just going to have to drink it. <laughs> so. All right, listen, I think that should probably do it then for episode number 415. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360VegasPodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at Patreon.com slash 360Vegas and get 360Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written, or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I'm at 360Vegas Tony. Karen.
1: I'm at 360Vegas Karen.
2: He just told you where you can find me, so until next time.